Let's, let's go. Okay, we finished, we finished Ois Hay. Rabbi explained the Indian of Lag Beimer, Hoid Shebehoid. Hoid Da'a is the basic acknowledgement of the existence of something greater. Talked about two different levels of Hoid the Hoid of the Chachim Katan relative to the Chachim Gadol. The normal wise person relative to the extraordinarily wise person. And that's a level of Hayda'a of Bittl. But it's a level of Bittl based on Seichel, on understanding the greatness of the of the Chochem Gadol, even though you might not understand the idea of the Chochem Gadol. And then there's the Ish Pashut, the simple person, whose Bittl to the to the Chochem is simply what the Rebbe refers to as Hayjibahayt, the basic expression of Bittl, not based on any intellectual understanding, just the acknowledgement of the fact that he's, he's in, in, in that situation in the face of greatness. So too, the beginning of a person's Aveda is Hoyt Shebehoyt. Meidani Lifanecho. Meidim Durabonim. Meidim Anachnu Lach. Al Shanu Meidim Lach. Right? Why are we Meida? Because we're Meida. Because we have this power in our soul to be, to, to be able to acknowledge something greater than ourselves. And that's Dafka Lag Beimer. Why? Because that's the lowest level of Aveda, right? The beginning of Aveda. The lowest level. That doesn't mean it's not something uh, 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 impressive. It happens to be the beginning of Aveda. Below that isn't Aveda at all. Without that bittle, there's no Aveda whatsoever. That doesn't mean that the person isn't doing good things, but those that doing of good things doesn't necessarily have anything to do with the Kaddish Baruch Hu. Or doesn't isn't solely to do with the Kaddish Baruch Hu. Might be all sorts of other aspects of that Aveda relative to self. Hayd Shabahid is the beginning of Aveda. Maidani Lifanecha. And the Maid is before the Ani, as we talked about yesterday. And what's that Kabbalah salt? And we said at the end, we'll just see the end of the end of uh, We said we'll see the end of it again. Right? And that's the Indian of a of Kabbalah Sol. Let's just see the last five lines. Of of Oiseva the ability, the power, the potential, lifel to to open up the pipeline of this ability to relate to the highest level. Because what's Lugbaimer? The Rajbi was Megala and Lugbaimer revealed on Lugbaimer the deepest, highest, most powerful Torah he had ever taught, and connected that to the lowest level. The connection of the highest level to the lowest level. That's the Rajbi. And you'll see in Mimron, Jews who you might think are probably pretty involved in expressing their Yiddishkeit fairly seriously all the time, and Jews who you might relate to on a certain level as uh, simple Jews, just, you know, everyday people who, for whatever reason, are by the Rajbi, and it might be that this is the one of the few times during the year that they express themselves in any... In any uh, what would be called spiritually Jewish context. Say it, but they're by the Rajbi. They're there. The ability to open up the pipeline. What's that? The basis of Aveda. What we say every morning before davening, the 41st chapter of Tanya. Beginning of Aveda, even though Av is important, the love of God is obviously of great importance. It's a mitzvah, and there's uh, all sorts of advantages we learned in Lysimisha Kela the advantage of love over fear, on one hand, in terms of Aveda, 
<coughs> that being said, Rashi's Aveda Vikata Visharsha, the beginning of Aveda is, is Kabbalah soul. It's commitment to a Kaddish Baruch. Once I'm committed to a Kaddish Baruch, then I'm actually doing something relative to him as opposed to simply relative to myself. So if I'm committed to myself, then I'll do what's, what the Yevishter wants when it fits in with my plans and my agenda and my desires and my feelings and my inspiration or lack thereof. If it has to do with the Kaddish Baruch, then it has nothing to do with me. Right? Commitment is all about getting out of myself. I'm committed to something other than myself. Therefore, regardless of how I feel or what I'm thinking or whatever it happens to be, it's a good day, it's a bad day. So whatever has to get done, gets done. Why? It's not about me. Right? That's something very, very real, something very serious. That's called maturity. Right? A newborn child right, is unaware of the existence of anything outside of itself for about five, six, seven weeks. That's why they don't, there's no such thing as a social smile. They don't smile socially. They smile now and then. It's usually gas. Right? You can't get a real smile. When do you get a smile that they recognize you and respond positively? If they're brilliant, you know, five and a half weeks. My child's brilliant. She smiled at five and a half weeks. Right? Um, which is also actually fascinating because what can't you do to a newborn? Can't tickle a newborn baby. Can't tickle yourself. Right? Can't tickle yourself. Do that to yourself. Nothing happens. Someone comes up behind you and does that to you and you hit the roof. Right? If they hold you down and do that to you, it's a form of torture. Right? <laughs> can't catch your breath. You know, some people think tickling children is cute. It's very cute if you do it for a second. It's not cute if you do it for 15 seconds because the kid can't breathe. Right? They're laughing so hard they can't breathe. Don't do that. Right? <laughs> <laughs> but I'm having fun. Yeah, I'm having fun. <laughs> yeah, I'm having fun. So, so, but uh, you can't tickle a newborn, right? I mean,